Um, any second now. To, there we go. Welcome to another episode of Hoosier Nerds Podcast with your host Mikey, Tim, and the two Chris's. Uh, today you get a, you're getting another Chris episode. Hello. If you like those or not, too bad. That's what you're getting. That's right. You're stuck with us. We and need to uh, figure out a new day to record with Tim. Yeah, because he's not at home. He's, I don't know where he's doing. Is he he's at work. Again he, he works more Sundays a lot more now. So. Uh, yeah, we need to do a new. And then Mikey's, Mikey's not feeling too good today. So. Under the weather. But anyways, we took it upon ourselves this week. Mikey watched about an hour of it and had to give up because it was this bad. But we took it upon ourselves so you guys didn't have to watch it to watch Malibu Express. The Andy Sedaris Malibu Express. <laughs> Which, this is actually the first movie. We watched Hard Ticket to Hawaii last week. But this was his first movie. So this came out prior to Hard Ticket to Hawaii. So... Um, None of the same characters. Thought, except for the boat. Mm, was the was the boat the same? Yeah, they were both named Malibu Express. So, so the only thing that had to do with the Malibu Express, why it was called because the guy happened to live on a boat, a yacht called the Malibu Express in Malibu. That's, yeah, um, and the reason it was named the Malibu Express was the most convoluted and dumb reason I've ever heard. It was released in March of '85. Why was it called the Malibu Express? Because his mom was afraid of. Uh, flying and boats so she uh she was, she always traveled by train but then she died in a train accident so she named it the malibu express in honor of her oh that's right which is yeah, like this, silly well this this movie they do say that um they do say that it does is even though that it's under the same uh because it's an Andy Sedaris movie, um, that none of the characters in this movie continue on. I mean, we get, uh, what's his name? Cody Abilene instead of... Rowdy. Yeah, Rowdy. and they, they state, yeah, they basically, it basically states that Rowdy and Cody are brothers. <clears throat> um, I, the only thing I can think of, it was kind of like a... Well, it was like a soft porn Magnum PI ripoff, is exactly with a I lot of dirty, it. hairy ripoffs. Also, <laughs> so, um, so uh, our our main man, who is Cody Abilene, who has wavy hair and a mustache and a thick very Texas thick accent, must, thick mustache. Yes, I'll let him give uh, me a mustache. He's a he was a private detective assigned the task of investigating who's behind the high-tech computer technology leaks to the Russians. Now, you would think the government would be involved by that, but no. This is just a simple PI who drives a red DeLorean. Which I don't think existed. <laughs> I don't know how you get a red DeLorean. Um, Looking it up right now, actually. DeLorean but colors. He is a ladies' man. He is banging chicks left and right in this movie. They and made him in red. Did they make him in red? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I've never Black, seen... Black, red, a... yellow, and of course the silver. I've only seen the silver ones. I have never seen a painted DeLorean. 
So the more you know. Yeah, the more you know. So Darby Hinton is our actor who played Cody Abilene, the ladies' our, man. Our man. Guy. Our man. He stays busy. He does a lot of uh he looks like he does some video game uh, voiceovers and he just does a lot of uh, different TV movies and, and B movies and stuff, but he's a B movie. Hey, that's nothing wrong with that. I mean, he stays nope. busy, so as long as you can, uh, yeah, he was the epitome of there he is in that. Like, it's his hit every he was in a Magnum PI. Look at that. I mean, this fall guy, I would I was not, I was not going to be surprised if you said that just because <laughs> how much this felt like a Magnum PI episode. With, you know, all the extra boobs and sex. Hunter, Jake, and the fat man, Knott's Landing. He hit them all. Lois and Clark. Um, yeah, so he uh, he is a private detective, and he's been hired to find out who's leaking computer secrets to the Russians. <clears throat> and... Uh, we all and much like we found out with with Rowdy Abilene in Hard Ticket to Hawaii, Cody can hit the outside of a bar if it's moving. If it's sitting still, you can hit it. But remember, if it's, if it's moving, yes, because he shows up. Okay, so he's a private detective, this, I, but he, he shows up at CIA headquarters and goes to the shooting range with with some awesome, uh, an awesome freaking. <laughs> Cow leather briefcase. It is a cowhide. Cowhide briefcase with for his like magnum five hundred magnum pistol uh, revolver. It's like a three fifty seven magnum. Six six he, shots, and he just he he just so confidently fires at the moving target and can't hit it. And then he's like, "I'll see you next week," and just walks off. Okay. And the, and the, so good. So he he goes he he goes from there straight to Willow Springs, which is a racetrack, and where he encounters his first female of the of the movie. And what is her name, Chris? Um, the best movie, the best name ever, June Knockers, with an H, with an H, K H N O C K E R S, June Knockers. And let me just tell you, she has the, knockers. She gets right out of her Bell Raystar uh, racing suit, and it just is topless immediately. There's no Nomex underwear. There's nothing. And so we figured out. So 450 into the movie, that's credits and all, is the first shot of nudity, right? But there were a minute 45 of credits. So three minutes and 15 seconds into the movie... There was nudity. They just set the precedence for the rest of the film with June Knockers. Um, I mean, he goes from there to back to the Malibu Express where a couple of women are docked next to him. And, of and course, they're showering naked. And he's, he's banging them, of course, because, you he's know, our man Cody them. Abilene does, gets around. They're, 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 he's, he's a male whore. But then, while he's out and about, and banging chicks and shooting his gun. He comes upon these three bumbling redneck idiots that oh, are straight out of hee haw. The best quote those two uh, girls that pulled up next to him and slipped next to him. Can I, I got the quote right here. Please yeah, do the quote. <clears throat> we understand you're a private investigator and wonder if you would investigate our privates. 
I'm going to use that as a pickup line at some point, maybe. I don't know. But I got to use <laughs> that at some so? point. I, I think Kimberly would smack the shit out of me if I tried that. Or if you'd laugh and just, you know, kick me in the in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, go ahead. So, so oh, so the the Buffington family, which is oh. three people basically, that and all they want to do is street race. So um, first, he races his DeLorean against a Fiero, which I don't know how I don't know what the you know the BHP of a Ferrari, uh, a DeLorean or a Fiero is. All I know so is I can't DeLorean imagine a Fiero. I can't imagine a Fiero um, beating a DeLorean, but I could be wrong. They might have done some things to it, or he or Cody Avalon just doesn't know how to drive. Well, he's a he, that guy's a master mechanic, you know the the Buffington guy, right? Oh yeah, the the, the random yes. uh, redneck in the middle of California. Yes, L.A. Like, basically, the, like like literally straight out of Hee Haw. So, <laughs> um. Then we go to, he goes to see that woman. And who's she? Oh, her, was it her son? Is it her son and daughter-in-law and niece, right? Yeah. Live together with her. She's been injured. She has a broken leg. And she has lady shame. Something. She's like the royalty or something, because they always call her lady. Yeah, let's see what her name was. I, I forget it what it is. I'm going to pull it up right now. It is. I should have wrote it down. I didn't think about writing it down. Lady Lillian Chamberlain. Yeah, she's some sort of royalty or something. They never really explained why she's like Lady, Lady whatever. Lady Lillian Chamberlain is her name, yes. So, um, (laughs) so her son, her son, daughter-in-law, and niece live with her. Along with Shane, Shane Kerr Butler, which is actually, if you've, if anybody has ever seen Bachelor Party, he is Nick the Dick from Bachelor Party. That's where I know him from. So, um, Shane's got some dirt on the sun, and uh, he's trying to extort money out of him while Shane owes thirty thousand dollars to somebody right i think it's the mob because he has like a gambling debt or something yeah and so meanwhile shane is banging the daughter-in-law at the same time but then he's like banging the niece but he like rapes the niece like it was like a disturbing um yeah that was hard to actually watch it was kind of disturbing so he goes in and he forced her he forces her she's taking a shower so, oh, he's got a camera fetish, too. He, like, videos and, and takes pictures of everything, his, of, of everything, of, of his conquests. So he's be- he forces her to have sex. But then she's, like, really into it for some reason. First she's like, no, no, no. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. No. Well, okay. So then she has sex with him, and then he takes a picture and then leaves. And then she's mad at him. So... <laughs> um, so we know the kind of person that Nick is and that the, the, well, the daughter-in-law is cheating on the, the husband or the son of Lady Chamberlain, her son, because he dresses up like a woman. He, so 
is it, it I if I can speak. Did we ever figure out if he's the same guy from the next movie, The Crossdresser? I because well, they're both named Steven. I I know, but they said that there was no combination of like. Oh, let's see here. His name was Steven. Yeah, I'm, I'm on IMDb right now looking it up. That's what I was looking for. I don't see him. No, it's Stuart. Stuart, never mind. The guy in uh in Hard Ticket was Steven. Okay, but it's not the same guy, Michael it's Andrews. It's not the same guy. Darned what well, we thought. So, Turned to a life of crime after he got ousted. That would be a great story. He did what? I was making a joke how he got oh. he turned to a life of crime after he got ousted as a crossdresser. He did, but the, the, they keep bringing up the whole movie, they're bringing up the Russians and computers. And aside from the first five minutes of the movie, you don't hear anything about Russians or computers. The whole movie. We don't know how the Russians are getting their secrets. Until the end. And then right, they make this long convoluted thing of how... It's like you know, a Scooby-Doo wrap-up. Yeah. That's what it felt like, except it was a, a softcore porn. It was very... So, meanwhile, so th- during throughout this whole movie, so he's shooting at people. And, oh, so don't forget, so he's going up against... Um, those hoodlums, right? Because oh, 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 muscle dudes. No, 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 no. Was, was it the same time? So what happens is, so Nick the Dick or or what's his name, uh, Shane. 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 Yeah. Shane gets murdered. Oh yeah. But he takes a picture of the person who shoots him. And uh, so he's falling Cody, over, dying with a head, bolt in his head. <laughs> But he can still pick up his camera and take a photo of him. And then he stumbles outside while he's carrying a TV. I still ain't figured that one out yet. Neither have I. So Cody Abilene's the private detective. And he like he's like he disturbs the whole crime scene. Then he steals the, the film out of the camera. And he somehow just, the bumbling idiots figure out that he has the film. So the they cops come never figure it out, though. You know, they never no. check for prints. That's well, probably because he sleeps it, with the detective. He's just sleeping with the, the detective. Yeah, he's banging the detective. So he's banged June Knockers. Um, then the other woman, um, I think she was like an undercover agent. Was that what she yeah, was? Yeah, she was like a CIA agent. Yes, she's banging her, and he's banging um, the police officer. Don't forget, uh, Lady Whatever is feeling him up at dinner. No, the niece was feeling him. Up oh, was it the niece? I thought it was, I the, it was the niece. Oh, because I was like, I bet if she was not in that wheelchair, he would have banged her too. Well, that's true. Um, what else do we got going here? Oh, did he? So they, so oh, they go out. They come after him, right? So they shoot up his car, which I don't. He parks his DeLorean. We never see the DeLorean for the rest of the film because it has car problems. So he gets you these shitty cars. He gets these shitty cars from people. So they shoot up his car and 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 say happy trails and they like leave him. Like he takes off running. So when he takes off running, he ends up onto this car lot where there's this hot sexy uh, sales lady, right? And he says, "I, I need the fast I need the fastest thing on this lot." So she takes off her top and exposes her chesticles and says, "Sugar 
I'm the fastest thing on this lot. So does he bang her too to get a yeah. car? He bangs her to get a car. <laughs> can, can we also can we can we come can we talk about how he goes whenever he needs information or like to call someone else instead of calling them, <laughs> calling you know a regular operator, he calls a freaking sex line. And she always has the right hat for the right time. If he's on the boat, she's got a captain's hat. If she, <laughs> if he's like in a helicopter. She's got a, you know, a, I don't know. She always, a cowboy hat. She always had the right hat for what she was doing. Cowboy hat when he had a cowboy hat on. Yeah. And, like, the people in the sex talk, like, they were, like, you know, like, sitting next to each other. They're all, like, in uniform. Like, there was a guy in bondage outfit. There was a topless girl there. Another topless girl. She was half topless or she would start molesting herself while she's talking to him. So, and let's not forget, um, he has a... He internal monologues quite a bit. Yeah. No. Well, hold on. He's using a, a tape recorder, but, but it's it all is, internal monologue. It's, it's all way, internal it's, monologue. Yes. It's it, but Magnum PI did internal monologue. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I know what you're thinking. You know, he would do that, and he would do these little monologues during the TV show. So I bet you that's where they got that from. Yeah. And now, while the soundtrack is not as good as Hard Ticket to Hawaii. There's an awful lot of freaking banjo music in this music, in this movie. I don't know what banjo music has to do with Texans in California, but um, it's it's just I still I mean there's a there's even a part when, when did Regis and Joy show up? They think at the end credits they think Regis and Joy a special appearance by Regis and Joy Philbon. Oh yeah, they. they he uh the dude that got killed um Shane he uh he was oh, he, he was watching Regis and Joy just randomly like before he got killed like he turned on Regis before he got killed and then he's like he said some quote I I couldn't pick it up cause he kind of mumbled it he said something and then turned on like the recording of him having sex with the niece or one or one of the girls you know one of his blackmail videos and oh, he's just, they're kind of touching himself to it. And then Regis, while he's taking the, uh, while he's taking the videotape in and out, Regis and Joy are on the TV screen. And she says, "Hey, this is Regis Philbin." So, I mean, I, I, I don't know what Regis Philbin was back then. Was he a TV host? I mean, I, he. I don't. Honestly, I don't even know how Regis got popular. <laughs> For Regis and Kathy Lee. Oh. I don't know, but. Did they, now did they Kelly allow him to use? They had to have. Or either they shot that just for the movie. Which would have been weird. Like, how how did Andy Sedaris pull that off? Like, Regis. <laughs> well, Regis wasn't, like, big Regis. Like, he was, you know. You like, knew who Regis... I knew who Regis was, but I don't know why I knew who Regis was as a kid. All I know... The only reason I know who Regis is because of Regis and Kelly. Okay, well, that's why I said I don't know who I don't know why I knew who he was before he was on that Regis oh, and Kelly, okay, or Regis and Kathy Lee or anything. But yeah, he did do. Meanwhile, so while he's running around and you got henchmen coming after him, and you got people getting murdered and topless women and sex all over the place, we've still we have there is not one Russian in this movie. No. Nobody is Russian. 
there's all kinds. He he tells he steals Dirty Harry lines. Um, he says, "Go ahead, make my day." Um, How many did I shoot? Five or six. Five or six. Do you feel lucky, punk? Um, can we talk about how he they can't outrun a, a so there's a scene they chase them to the uh they go to back to the racetrack to develop some film because they can't take it somewhere else because it's got dirty pictures on it or somewhere else or something um and then the uh the three goons follow them which are complete muscle heads like when you think steroids it's these guys except for the the, the head one which is like your standard uh mob goon bumbling goon and they're just going through the freaking racetrack shooting everything up killing random people on bikes and then they steal a helicopter to chase after cody and knockers um when they're running away in the race car they're running away in her race car yes and she's getting all hot and bothered and in the resting him in the race car when they're being shot at but how does she how does she distract the uh, the henchman. Oh, she uh, flashes them. This this movie did this, not know what it wanted to be. This, okay, so okay, <laughs> so okay, so this is the movie that sixteen year old Chris would have watched on like late night HBO or Cinemax while his parents are in bed. This is when so. So uh, you, this is a movie. So this is how it would go down in the eighties, okay? Because this movie came out in eighty-five. So by you know eighty-seven, eighty-eight, it's going to be on HBO, late night HBO, right? Or late night Cinemax. Mm-hmm. So this is how it goes down. So you either one, you record it because it gets on. It comes on at like one or two. Depending on what time it comes on. If it's on at three o'clock in the morning, you can get away with recording it. But you record like a movie. You're like, oh, I'm recording this movie, and. And uh, it's the movie before it, which is like like a PG movie, and then you like you run the tape an extra for two hours so you can get this movie too. <laughs> so this that's what you would do, and then you would just fast. But here's the thing: so, the, or you would just like if it came on like at midnight, one o'clock, mom and dad would be in bed, so you would just stay up and sneak downstairs or stay up. Oh, I'm watching Letterman, you know, and and not watch Letterman. You'd be watching this, but you fast forward through all of the movie just to get to the dirty parts. This is what Chris, sixteen-year-old Chris, would do, but this is like half the movie would have been the nudity. I mean, I don't know if I could have got away with watching this one on videotape because there was so much nudity. And she's flashing people to pull over. Uh, June knockers is she's flashing people to distract them. Um, and then, can we talk about how they, the the muscle steroid-ridden men, cannot carry a gun properly? They've never. You can tell they've never touched a gun in their life. <laughs> like they're, they're. <coughs> sorry. You all right. Are you having a coughing fit? Yeah. Randomly. Cheeto? No, French fry. Uh, oh, okay. They're the bumbling goons that you'd see in like an '80s movie. It's an '80s movie that had never touched a gun in their lives, and they never gave them any training. They're like, hey. Just run around with this gun and shoot randomly and yell, you know, quirky one-liners. Well, let's not let's not forget he he killed he they shot well, the henchmen come after him and the lady cop so they yeah, were the, banging and the the henchmen come after him so they get in a gunfight and they hide in the shower and that's when he says make my day now yeah. he's got on a pair of pants 
and she has on a wet t-shirt and panties and she's running around chasing after this henchman she shoots at, he's shooting the henchman and misses because he can't hit anything she shoots him while she shoots him two blood stains pop up after the first shot and then he gets shot a second time so i guess it was you know that was just bad editing i'm guessing that's not but. the only bad editing can we talk about how bad some of the voice syncing was well, when he was talking into the to the to the recorder, there was the no, voice not did even not that. Up. When he was talking to the uh, the girls on the boat, when you first see them, they're not syncing oh. their lips. <laughs> and there's a few other points in the movie. But can we talk about how it seems to be a running theme in these movies? At least this one and uh, Hard Ticket that they just give him random guns, like like just any random gun they can find, like in a prop. Like the, the henchmen were running around with uh, twenty two survival rifles, you know the ones you put in like the back of your car if you're going for a trip or something, or in like a plane if you're a bush pilot if you crash. Right. And it's like, wait, these this guy's running around with a forty four magnum or a three fifty seven magnum, and you're expected to have a gunfight with them with a twenty two long rifle. And th- those henchmen. Okay, so the henchmen go after. Let's there's go a back lot to, of henchmen that we there's a left. lot of henchmen and so before all the way before when they get in the race cars they have this big shootout at the at the racetrack it's how they get in the race car and so the 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 big the 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 greasy henchman he wants to throw a hand grenade and shoot at everybody and he just shoots some random guy on a on a pit on a pit bike you know which is just a scooter really but he he shoots some random guy there but what happens is. They um, they get this guy and get him in a helicopter, and he's like, "You better find these people, or I'm gonna shoot you and kill you." And of course, which made sense. And I was thinking the same thing. Like the one of the henchmen, the the, the greasy muscle henchman in the back seat was like, "If you shoot him, how who who's gonna fly the helicopter?" And, and the- I did find out. I did find out that it said Harry Haas, you know, helicopter pilot. That guy's real name was really Harry Haas. So there you go. Great, uh, you know, <laughs> character design. What do we call you? Your name's Harry Haas? All right, Harry Haas. That's no, name. that's his real name. I know, it's just funny. But one, where do they get helicopter rental next to, unless, I don't know if they've got helicopter rentals next to Button Willow, or uh, not Button Willow, but Willow Springs out in California. Um, but they, they land, they get ahead of the car, the henchmen do, with the helicopter and the henchmen get ahead of the car. And... <coughs> um, so they get out of the helicopter, and the helicopter pilot takes off, which genius. So they're out there in the middle of nowhere. So he, uh, the, uh, our, our hero, Cody Abilene, hits the guy with the, all the hand grenades hanging off of him <laughs> and likes to shoot people. And he blows himself up because he gets hit by the car. So we, we see another, you know, uh, like this guy just gets, you know, closed and... Another dummy gets blown up, kind of like the dummy in the in the hard ticket to Hawaii. You know, they got blown uh, up with the, uh, the 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 rocket launcher. Yeah, the uh, skateboard guy. Yeah. So. Um, but I don't know. this this movie was not as good. As it was. It, it was not. It was not good at all. And then then the we go we... back. Well, he thinks so. So what it boils down to, so they've, it has to do with her, the, 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 the Lady Chamberlain's son, right? He's the one that's leaking the, 
Russians the secrets? No, no, no. The uh, the guy her daughter is investing with is the oh, that's right. Secret. Yes, and she was banging Nick the Dick or uh, Shane, I should say. Yeah, and and so uh, Cody Abilene did get the film developed, and he thought that it was the niece who shot Shane or Nick the Dick, and um, um. So he had that blown up because she has a, she's got a reason because she hated him anyway. And he kind of raped her sort of kind of in the shower. So she kind of had a motive to kill Shane, but he blew up the picture and it ended up being the CIA lady, right? Yeah. In the end, he found out it was actually the CIA lady disguised as the daughter. Right. That he was banging. Yeah. He was banging her. But so they go through this whole Scooby Doo thing, and he explains the whole thing out. But as they show each woman, he like the like she escaped to Hawaii. Like, why would she escape to Hawaii? There's extradition from Hawaii to back to California. Why right. didn't she go to like Mexico? She escaped to Hawaii, and she's like, I know you'll figure it out. I know that you see who who it is me in the picture. But every person they show, so they show the cop. And then they show the daughter, the daughter-in-law. Then they show the niece. And then they show the girl that he was the spy chick who was. But they're all topless in this in this montage of it's, all these people. It's every topless top. scene that they had with the with the character. <laughs> of course, along with um, uh, June Knockers as well. So it is not a. It is not. A, it it, it kind of was boring. It's kind of dragged on. I don't recommend it. It has nothing to do with. Now we're excited about the next movie, um, Picasso uh, Trigger. Picasso Trigger because it is a true sequel to Hard Ticket to Hawaii. It's actually we probably two girls from. We Hard probably could have skipped this because this one had nothing to do with the rest of the movies other than it was. Uh, Cody Abilene versus Rowdy Abilene, so the Abilene connection is there, and the fact that um, uh, it was an Andy Sedaris movie, and it's got the same boat, so yeah, it, it's like the same universe, but not. it is like the same universe, yes, but it's I would give it about a two. Uh, Sixteen-year-old Chris uh, on the nudity scale would give it an about an eleven out of ten. So, well, let's be honest, more I'm, than 11. It would have been like a 20. It would probably be a 20. You're right. So so I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to start rating the nudity scales based on 16-year-old Chris for our movies. I think I'm going to start doing this, starting with this movie. This would be a 20 out of 10 for nudity because half of the movie is just naked women. So 16-year-old Chris back in the 80s would have been pretty excited about that. So... um. <clears throat> Don't watch it unless you want to watch just a bunch of topless women and really, really, it's just a bad movie. I mean, comparing it to Hard Ticket to Hawaii, that was a fun movie. Yeah. The cheesiness <laughs> was fun. The It didn't take itself seriously. No, the campiness was fun. Well, this didn't really either, but no, it just but wasn't. It didn't have the same. I do like the fact that Andy Sedaris sticks with the fact that... Um, 
we talk Russians in this movie. We never see the Russians. We never see anything that has to do with computers being stolen. Much like Hard Ticket to Hawaii, we had a drug dealer that we never saw. We never saw drugs until like the end when he goes and kills the drug dealer at the end, or like the big bad drug dealer, I should say. But it's not like this one that you never even see the Russians. It's you, you barely even deal with the whole Russian thing. No, not at all. So, um, anything else you want to say about this movie other than don't watch it? Don't watch it unless you know you're a 16 year old kid. But you can see, you know, 16 year old Chris didn't have internet with porn at my fingertips. So I was gonna say 16 year old kids now have other things. Yeah, they have other things. So don't even watch it for that. But, but I will say that the the, the girls in this movie. If you're all natural, then this is the way to go. These girls are natural. They're not. Except that one. That was Sybil Danny, and I think she might have had a boob job back then. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, no, so I have, have nothing else to say on this. It was yeah. just horrible. Uh, let's go on to some other news. Well, we don't really have, there's not much news this week, which kind of sucks. We're not really going to talk March Madness because it's, it's not select. Selection Sunday hasn't happened yet. It'll happen later today. I, my only announcement is that, much like Kanye and Kim, we have now heard that J-Lo and A-Rod have broken up. So, for those of you who have a crush on Jennifer Lopez, now's your chance. She's vulnerable. So, she col- She's collecting engagement rings like Thanos is collecting the Infinity Stone. <laughs> Oh, I will not take one, credit man. for coming up that one. I saw it on, on Facebook. But it's the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, the only real news this week, I mean, the only real big thing happening this week that I know of. Oh, I guess I, I have a quick review for, uh, did you did you ever watch Paradise PD, the Netflix animated show? I saw the, the first four or five episodes. Well, season three came out uh, on Friday or Thursday. It sucks. Don't even watch it. Season three is that, is that the one with the dog? Yeah, the talking dog. The, the yes. dog that's addicted to the drugs. Season one and two are pretty funny. They're, you know, turn your mind off. But season three is like, I grew up on South Park and Family Guy, but they just take the right. like dirtiness to another level, and I just don't like it. Oh, uh, okay, okay. <clears throat> like they're making like sh- like Mr. Hankey's funny but the jokes they make in Paradise PD are like really? I don't know it's it's dumb this season 3 um but other news this week the uh, on the 18th is the Justice League Snyder Cut that's in what day does that come out? the 18th which is Friday? Thursday Oh, you should watch that on Friday. Um, well, let me check my schedule. Hang on. Let me check my schedule. I, I got nothing going on. I've got nothing. <laughs> um, we might be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah, you can either walk across the hall, come over here, or I can walk across the hall and go over there. It don't matter. Um, to this town. But I was just, I'm excited for the Justice League. The Snyder Cut, 
because I'm a DC fanboy, as probably most of the people here know, we've talked about DC before, and I, you know, is I'm it four hours long? I don't know. Let me look that up really quick. But so far, yeah, four hours and two minutes long. Oh my goodness gracious! Oh my god, that's like longer than. That's like just two hours longer than Godfather, like when they combine the two Godfather movies. I'm going to need some alcohol and pizza to get through this one. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to need some food and drinks for sure. Um, but early reviews are, it's really good. Like, I'm seeing some early reactions, like fans that got to see it early and they're all liking it. Of course, they're not spoiling anything, but apparently that's it's actually got some comedy in it. It's... it's it's what Snyder actually wanted the film to be like, and not like what Josh Whedon was. It Josh Whedon that came in and changed it. Just did Josh? I think Josh Whedon did come in. And change I hate it. Josh Whedon. Josh, Josh Whedon, other than the first Avengers movie, has really had nothing good in my opinion. And then he ruined Ultron. Ultron sucked. And everyone gives it so much credit for Firefly, but let's be honest, Firefly was not that good. He did do Buffy the Vampire Slayer too. Let's not forget, <laughs> which wasn't bad, but I loved that show. That was Kent Miss T, dude. Back in the late nineties, it was Dawson's Creek and Buffy the Vampire Slayer every Tuesday night. Do you have your Dawson Creek uh, Trapper Keeper? I had a Trapper Keeper. We'll be did making fun Dawson of Trapper Creek? Keepers. I didn't have a Dawson's. I didn't have a Dawson's Creek Trapper. Was that was that from the South Park? Do you have a yeah. Dawson's Creek Trapper Keeper? <laughs> They mentioned that in Cobra Kai that Johnny Lawrence, he had a Trapper Keeper. He liked it because it had a, it had a, a fighter jets on it. <laughs> <laughs> I had I a Trapper know. Keeper. Trapper Keepers were awesome. One funny thing that happened with the uh, Justice League was when Tom Tom and Jerry released last week. They actually, the, for, the, for, for the first hour or so the movie was out, it was actually the Snyder Cut playing. That's what you were saying. So, how does that even happen? I mean, I don't you know, tune in Tom and Jerry, and is it the beginning of it, or is it the end it was of like the it? First is it hour the... of it was really it was like the, an hour of it was like the first hour of Justice League. So it was like you sit your kids down, you know, to watch some Tom and Jerry, and then you go cook dinner, and then all of a sudden they're screaming because you know Batman is fighting Superman or something. I just don't know how you mess that up. But then again, I don't really know much about coding or anything that goes on behind the scenes. I don't either. God, four hours. Dude, we're going to have to start that movie early. So far, I don't work on Friday, so. All right, well, I'm off at 3.15, so we can start it. We need to start at like at 5 or 5.30. Order pizza half for halfway through to take a break. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, order pizza halfway through. Yeah, and uh, take a, take that's a gonna be a long minute, like break from the TV. It's gonna be a long night. That's the, like the night we watched the Godfather movies. Well, two of them. There's three I never, of them. I don't like Godfather. Shut up! There's nothing wrong with God. You're a loser. I'm just kidding. Um, they made a one. So when they did the Godfather, so. I saw it on HBO. It's called Godfather Epic. And they showed the both movies. They combined both, both movies in chronological order. Because Godfather 2 
would go so so they did the godfather right so when they did the godfather 2 they go back to where vito corleone came to america and how he started his empire and, and de niro was was corleone vito corleone right yeah. As as he was the young Vito Corleone, where Brando was the elderly Corleone. So they would combine they combined them where you would start with Godfather Two and it would go up to a certain point and it would show all that. And then but also in the Godfather Two, it was after the Godfather. So you had Michael Corleone and you had Fredo and so it would intermingle back and forth between Godfather Two, Godfather One, Godfather Two, Godfather. It was like six hours of a movie. But it was so good. I love the way they did it in chronological <clears throat> order. And I know Godfather 3 gets a lot of hate, but it's not that bad of a movie. It's not good. It's not great, but it's good. I mean, I enjoyed it. I didn't find myself wasting my time. Like I'd, I felt more, I've, I've wasted my time with other movies, like uh, Avatar, than yeah. I did. Than I, did uh, than I felt like I wasted my time with the Godfather 3. I remember when I first saw Avatar, I liked it. And like, not even like it's it's kind of like uh, <clears throat> Last Jedi. When I was watching it, I liked it, but then on like the drive home, I'm like, that was a waste of time. No, I was thinking about that today, and I'll I'll go with Avatar. We went to see Avatar, and we were by the time the movie got over, we were so pissed. We was like, God, we should have went to see The Blind Side a second time. It'd have been so much more entertaining. But I was thinking about that today because when we went to see Rogue One. Right? Yeah. When that movie ended, I was excited. I was like Star Wars excited. I was like, oh my God. The way it ended, I mean, it just sealed it up. It was that movie so good. And I've yet to see a movie do that for me since. That's the last movie where it just grabs you by the balls and goes, yes. And, uh, yeah, even the uh, the rise of Skywalker and, and all those. No, they were good. I, they 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 buttoned it up. I just think they were in a hurry. And well, I know you don't like. Was, it's like Force Awakens. I will still say is really good. Um, Last Jedi sucked, and then Rise of Skywalker. We could do this. You know, have a full long conversation about this if we really wanted to. But uh, Rise of Skywalker was probably could have been better if they just went with what Last Jedi was doing instead of trying to fix all of Last Jedi's issues. Right. But they they tried to fix issues rather than make a movie. And so they just got a bunch of scrambled things and it was just didn't feel like anything was happening. Well, I mean, we can discuss this all day again. Yeah. Like we always do. We always turn to Star Wars, but I guess, easy. you know, it's an easy when your life is based around Star Wars. <laughs> right? I mean, that's that, that's my basically that's my whole life from my kid years. Like, OK, so this is the truth. So my kid years, which was 70s and 80s, because 77, 80 and 83 was Star Wars. Right. To my I don't I'm not young adult, but I was an adult. So when did. When did that come out? 1999 was the first one, right? Or was uh, episode one? one? Yeah. So it was, what, 99, 02, and 05? 04, 03? Yeah, something like that. So there's like your middle years, and then bam, the rest of them came out in my 40s. So that's basically been my whole life. 
mm-hmm. has been Star Wars movies and Star Wars t-shirts. Well, I remember being Wars shown movies. the original series on VHS when I was little. And I then... Still, still got on VHS. I've got a copy of the original movies before Lucas went and screwed them up with the stupid shit that he had added later. I love Special how edition. Sound that. Well, it was true. Do we really need extra dinosaurs and Jawas doing stupid stuff in Mos Eisley? And do you really need a window that looks out in Cloud City for uh, uh, Lando to walk Walk, walk in front of no leave it alone then that kick in the balls that he did when he put freaking Hayden Christensen's head on Anakin Skywalker's body at the end of Jedi he does he, he did that too and why would you do that because when everybody else died they looked the same they didn't go back to being young again they look like how they did when they died. Right? Yeah. Yoda wasn't young Yoda. Yoda was old, decrepit Yoda. Obi-Wan wasn't young Obi-Wan. It was old Obi-Wan. They kind, of ex- his- I, they, ha- they kind of explain it in one of the books, which is dumb, because I don't want to have to read a book to you know understand what's happening. So do they say that when he died as a Jedi? Yeah. Oh, Basically, that was when he died as a Jedi. Oh, but then how did he? How did he uh, turn into a Force ghost? He never practiced that ability, like you know Obi Wan and Yoda and Qui Gon. Uh, count Qui Gon, right? Because uh, they learned from Qui Gon. He should have never turned into a Force ghost. I liked it how it was, but they didn't need to do it either. Well, it was that's the way it was originally. Like. Anakin was there, you know. He was his dad. He wasn't yeah. young. He would have never recognized... Well, I guess he would have never recognized him anyway because he didn't know what he looked like. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I just didn't like the... I've got... I, on VHS, I have the original trilogy and the special edition trilogy all on And they, the they also never... The, uh, they changed the Emperor to look like what's-his-face. Yes, Which I'm did. okay with. I'm okay with him no. changing the No, 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 yes. no. Why? Oh no. Kelly. No, no, no. No. You just can't do that. You can't just be changing people just because it fits. No. Just leave everything as it was. Those movies are perfect as they are. There was no reason to go back and screw them up. CGI was the worst thing that Lucas ever got his hands on. Did you know episode one has the most practical effects? Uh huh. And it's killer it's cool it's awesome but you know lucas had to go and screw him up i'm just gonna say it now i don't even care leave him alone and like you it is hard to find like the original versions like even online without the special yeah i don't know why he like scrubbed them there's so many i mean there's so many people. He, you know, never wanted you to know they actually exist. Right. I'm glad I have the VHS copies. I'm gonna have to find those one day. We'll have to watch those one day. And uh, I'll have to hook up a VCR, and I'll have to watch them one day. And I'll in in that whole you know shitty uh, VHS format. Yep. So. 
Oh, that's about all I have, though. I, I don't want to talk. Do we have any shower thoughts since I have, he's not here? I have a shower thought. I looked it up online, but I have one. Oh, well, if you well, solve a Rubik's cube on another planet, it would count as a world record. <laughs> that, that's true. I can go for anything on another planet. I could take the biggest shit on on another planet if I wanted to. <laughs> I could stand on my head the longest on another planet. There you go, and it'll have to be like two seconds. That's right. All right. Well, I guess we'll wrap that up with this. Um, of course, you can find us all on social media, which is Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Hoosier Nerds Podcast on Facebook and Pod Nerds at Pod Nerds on Twitter. And of course, you can find us on your uh, your your pod casting platforms, which is Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn Radio. And, of course, you can find us on YouTube. Uh, so, thumbs down, guy. Go ahead and uh, get over there as soon as we post this. Let you know, you know, so you can give us a thumbs down again. We appreciate it. And um, we will keep you up to date on the Andy Sedaris Library. But that will be put on hold because, obviously, we're going to be watching uh, Justice League this week. Uh, uh, hopefully so, a better movie. Hopefully. Hopefully. And... But we will get back to the Andy Sedaris movies very, very soon. We'll keep you informed on the good and bad of everything Andy Sedaris. And you'll never have to wonder, who's your nerds? Tim does it so much better. <laughs>